This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new in-studio episode with Merrick Watts. People have been asking for Merrick to be on for ages and we finally made it happen and in- it's a real good one. Including in- Merrick. <laughs> the great man himself, yes. <laughs> First you know, time guest. Not, not a subtweet, directly yeah. asking us on his radio program to have him on. <laughs> um, so that's coming up in a minute but we've got to let you know about a couple of things that we are doing near you potentially in the next little while. Coming up very soon, October the 21st at the Croxton Park Hotel. It is our huge... Huge live show with Lawrence Mooney and Fiona O'Loughlin, Moon and June, your favourite pairing live on the show. It is selling super, super well. It's going to be packed in there. Not much longer to get a ticket, so don't miss it. Exactly. Come and pack it out. Um, we also have um, Tommy Dassler, friend of the show, has designed a new little T-shirt. Mm. Um, so we're going to have that on sale as well. And there is very, very limited numbers, so you can grab one at the show, but you can also grab one online. Um, you'll need – I don't think it's attached to our – website at the moment. You'll need to get it on our social media. It's on uh, Instagram, it's on Twitter, it's on Facebook, mm. but it's the new Andre Brutal t-shirt. So get online and check out the visual um, uh, description of that t-shirt. And this is a good one if you like a t-shirt that's you know not too obvious that it's from a podcast. Do you know yep. what I mean? If you want cool merch but you don't want to be wearing something that says The Little Dum Dum Club and be asked in the street, what the fuck is that? Yeah. This is the shirt for you. Especially if you want to be asked, what the fuck is Andre Brew? <laughs> instead. Sure, if you that's if you like the more lofty questions in mm. life. If 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 r- describing a podcast is too easy for you, then why not describe an in-joke from the podcast instead? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so littledumdumclub.com. Uh, we'll have the links up very soon uh, to our big cartel on social media and all that sort of stuff. But get one, get one at the show. Come get one at the live show. Uh, we are also doing our big live Dum Dumber Palooza in Perth on November the 19th. That is going to be massive and again selling very well. Our annual trip over there to do stand up and yeah. a live podcast. Looking forward to that. I haven't been there for the full year, so I um, always look forward to going to Perth. So mm. that's coming up very soon. We've good got shit. Good, good guests confirmed. So um, very exciting. Yep, and then Saturday, November the 25th, we are back in Canberra after the success that was last year's show. We're doing it again, getting a carload full of people and driving up there. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Great show Yes, uh, last year after the um, eight-hour uh, semi-delusional drive that we did up. Yep. Puts us in a good stead to do whatever this is, I think. Yeah, and we, uh, here's a tip for this time. I think we need to leave earlier so we don't oh, start shitting our pants. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> we we rolled in as the gig was beginning and I'd like to not do that again if possible. Well, to be fair, we rolled into a fucking wooden shack and then expected <laughs> technical things to be working as well. well. We only rolled into the venue because it looked like a garage so yeah. we were trying to park the car in there. Little did we know that that was the very stage that we would be performing yeah. on in about five no, minutes time. No wonder the tech stuff didn't work. We ran over it. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's going to be very good and that is it for us for the year. So all those shows littledumdumclub.com But keep watching because we, we, I think we're you know we're a big chance of announcing some extra little shows very early in the new year. So We've got uh, itchy feet. We can't hmm. sit still for too long, you and I. Yeah, yeah. We've got to earn money. <laughs> remember when this show – remember when we would go eight months without needing to do ads up the top because uh, we just didn't have any live shows on? Oh, really? Yeah. We didn't do that many live shows, but you know, they're, they're, you know what – it was actually, I'll say this, it was a rare occasion for us to appear before the music. Right. And now it's just, that's the default. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're doing it very quickly these days, of course, because mm. we've got up, up the end of it is, uh, up the end of the show is going to be the Patreon read, which is uh, a big reminder that if you want to join the Patreon, uh, subscribe a list of our little show. You keep the show alive, you keep it on life support, um, mm-hmm. you keep breathing. <laughs> 
air directly into it, deep into our lungs and keep uh-huh. this thing going, even though it's brain dead for years. Yeah, see, <laughs> it's wait. Te- it's like so Michael Schumacher. So someone's it's, been in an induced coma for five years and you're still giving it CPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a new way of – it's a new thought of medicine. Um, Great. It's like this This show's like Michael Schumacher. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's technically alive. It's, it's brain dead. <laughs> Everyone's sort of hoping – Hoping that hoping it's still going to go. Yeah. Hoping it's going to get in the car and drive again one yes. day. There's no fucking chance of that happening. Yes, okay. But hey, those people out there, they're still, they don't know that yet. Don't yeah. give up the ghost. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just, they're still, they're still in awe of, of the, the great legacy that he's made, which what, is what, what we've done. What we did in the past yeah. is impressive. That's yes. the only thing that gives you hope. And we yeah. drive a big red car. Um, so yeah, littledumdumclub.com for those tour dates, for those tickets. Uh, I'll mention this again. I'm going to be in Shanghai on the 27th and 28th of October and Singapore on the 31st if we have any listeners there. I've already had someone hit me up in oh, Singapore. I was going to say. They're going to bring some mates. Right. So that'll okay. be cool. Wait, wait, what dates are they again? The 26th and 27th of October and the oh. 31st of October. Oh, okay. Why? You know, oh, I just, th- there is a slight chance of me going to Singapore around that day. Of course there is. There's a slight <laughs> chance of you going to Singapore around every day. Fuck. Great idea. Yeah, you're, you're right. Let's go now. What do you think of me doing a gig in Singapore on Halloween? What uh, if I get like a skeleton onesie and just come out d- dressed in a costume for a holiday that I can't imagine they probably don't they even know what it is. don't celebrate. Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine being in a really hot country and then going around dressed as a fucking skeleton <laughs> All <and stuff>? day. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Pretty spooky. Um, all right. Enjoy this episode with Merrick Watts. <laughs> Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and sitting next to me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Get a dickhead. This it sounds is, good, doesn't this it? This is great. We're oh. up here in the Sydney leg of a previous employer that we were banned from the building of. Yeah, um, and it sounds sounds beautiful. It's going to sound crystal clear. Sounds like we're not inhaling any of the fumes of your share house mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, it's very nice. And uh, the reason for this is that uh, we have a uh, first-time guest on the show. Please welcome me to the Little Dum Dum Club, Merrick Watts. Yes. Boys, welcome to the studios here. Isn't mm-hmm. it nice seeing professional equipment? <laughs> yeah, it's very, very good. We've got a lot of screens in front of us. Yeah. I don't know what any of them do. Like, we literally had to – we're recording, obviously, inside the Triple M studios, one of the studios here at uh, SCA in Sydney, and uh, I had to get Liam, my producer – to press record because mm. I've got no fucking idea yeah. how yeah. any of this stuff works. Play and record at the same time. Sweet. Yeah. Easy. So he set it up from the other side of the desk. So he's just told us that he's hit record mm. and then left the room. <laughs> and then, we can't actually see the screen. So what? this might be some weird prank where we're just here having this very animated conversation for an hour. Very elaborate. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's people through the windows just laughing at us going, look at them. <laughs> they think they're on radio. They think people are watching. <laughs> they think people care. <laughs> oh, no, that's sorry. That's what I do. Five days a week. Um, <laughs> so we, we were on your radio show uh, the other day. Yep. And, uh, the kind Did you of have re- fun? Yeah, we, we had a great time. We, and it kind of ended with us being bullied into doing this with you today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you were bullied, and for good reason. You've, you've, you've got a great little podcast, 360-something episodes, <laughs> and there's a distinct lack of Merrick Watts in all that, of them. To mm. be fair, we have I have tried. I've tried yeah. it, and it's it's weird when you're busy and successful how you don't have time for a shit-ass little podcast. <laughs> no, no, I've always got time for shit, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. Uh, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Because we tried to get you to do one in Adelaide, a live yeah, yeah. one, and you, couldn't you couldn't do it. You had something very pressing yeah, yeah. on, which I believe is you, you were down the street getting pissed. <laughs> yeah, I think so. that, that's, that sounds very likely, actually. 
<laughs> it wasn't with Lawrence Mooney, was uh, I? Oh, oh no, it God. wasn't because I think he was on that episode. Oh, so. Okay, all right, well, that's yeah, unusual. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would have been drinking, doing something. We're in the middle of um, we're here in Sydney. We're we're broadcasting from Sydney. We're uh, in the middle of the Just for Last Festival, and we've we've just done our live show last night How'd from the go? Opera House. It was it was very good. It was um, I've always had my a little bit of doubt about Sydney audiences, but uh, I've been proved very wrong in the last what? couple of times. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? I don't know. We just did a couple of shows up here a few years ago, and it was like you know that thing where. Uh, like all of our fa- fans, our listeners have paid to come and see us, and then they've sort of all turned up and gone, eh, "Not for me." And it's like, <laughs> "Wow!" What? But what? <laughs> what? So I feel like we had one or two of them, and I was like, "I don't know about Sydney, <laughs> really." But uh, they've, look, they've proved me absolutely wrong, and I'm very happy to be proved wrong. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah we had a any belt open up. mic is the number one lesson in comedy: always blame the audience. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. always <laughs> the audience's uh, fault. Snobs. <laughs> the only place I haven't done stand up in Australia, I think, is. Uh, I don't think I've done stand up in Tasmania, so that's the only audience that it's kind of unfamiliar oh, to me. But generally, generally, I find I find everywhere pretty pretty good. Tasmania is great. You should go down there. Yeah, because I, I imagine that they're pretty you know much gagging for some yeah. humour or yeah, yeah. culture or yeah. you know people to talk to, <laughs> people yeah. that they see in the street <laughs> who aren't related to them. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's it, that apples. is <laughs> the most boring question to be asked about stand up. Is like when you go into state, mm. do you find it different doing jokes in Adelaide? Yeah, like as if well, you're in the middle of the Sahara or something. But, but I do though. I go when I, I I get asked that same question when I was on uh, doing my show in the Fringe earlier this year in Adelaide. Like I would do in my hour, I would do fifteen minutes up front, just Adelaide, like really hyper specific mm-hmm. um, Adelaide gear, because I know that that would fly and it would. It also kind of sets up the uh, the night for he's, Adelaide he's a big, people. Here's a big tip: don't do that in Tasmania. Don't do That's fifteen it. minutes on Adelaide. There's not. They, don't, they do not <laughs> care. Well, there's not fifteen minutes on Tasmania for Tasmania. <laughs> you know what I mean? All your local gear could be wrapped up in one minute. Oh, I, yeah, I it's think weird I, for your local gear to take the exact amount of time that it takes to drive around the state. <laughs> Exactly right. What, do you guys like apples and scallops? <laughs> yeah, we do. You know us so well. You know, oh God, you've got us. You, did you grow up here? <laughs> one of us. One of us. No, no, I'm not. Well, we did. We did the opera house last night. So this is something that's just. How happened. does it? Sorry, just yeah, you did opera house an amazing venue. How does it compare to uh, Tommy's share house? Uh, mm. The opera house compared to the. Uh, I will say not as much. Be, be more readily available in my uh, oh, yes. in my share house. Yes. Now you would be a person that would be not a fan of what happened last night. Uh, and we shouldn't complain too much about no. people that hold power over us, but could you put a fucking beer backstage? What do you mean? <laughs> no no beers backstage. No rider. Nothing. No rider. We went up to, like, there's a green room bar, like, backstage yeah. that we went up to. Yeah. Any beer? No, we're out of beer. Okay. How can you be out of beer at the They had light house? beer. They were yeah. offering us light beer. Well, no, that's, that's no, out of beer. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but, yes. But not only are they offering us light beer to buy upstairs, yes, nowhere yes. near the show, but yeah, we get backstage and we got two bottles of water. Oh, cheers, guys. Mm. Mm. That shit house. Yeah. yeah. Look, we shouldn't leave that as the one lasting memory of playing the opera house, but I think oh, look, it, it might it, be. It was it was, it was wonderful experience, mm. but it just was like, it, yeah, whatever. Who cares? But just, just wanting it I to- I care a bit. Just wanting to wet the whistle before the gig. Yeah. And it's just frustrating when, you, when you're, you're blocked at every- You, you can't find any- and if it wasn't for a certain Serbian gun runner we know yes. called Milan Krenčević, uh, who then delivered us like 12 beers on stage. Yeah, uh, are you familiar with M- Milan No, Krenčević? but it sounds like he can deliver more than beer with that oh, name. It's like mm. AKs, bags of gak. Totally. Pretty much. Totally. You've got him worked out. How, yeah. He's got an ak, a gak, whatever you like. How did it's, you do the Adelaide Fringe and not run into Milan? <laughs> Milan, you'd know, you know, you'd know Milan. He's got a puffer vest. He's got a, a moustache and a little, little beard and a, what do you call it? Like a hat. Hat. 
hat. Oh, that's the technical oh, term. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, hat. Oh, you probably know him as Hattie. Oh, I mean, you're wearing one yeah. now, but in Sydney we call them hearts. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, we did the opera house last night. And well, you, just, you, just quickly, like, so yeah, Milan, who, yeah, very, very notorious for his generosity with shouting rounds of drinks for comedians during comedy festivals. Yeah. And we're just about to go on before the gig. We've spent an hour trying to find a beer instead of preparing for the show. <laughs> yeah. And Milan's backstage, we bump into him, and Carl goes up to him and goes, Look, I never like to take advantage of you and what you're known for. Like, I always try and avoid it as much as I can, but I'm going to do this for once and once only. For the love of God, can you find us a fucking beer? And he goes, I'm on it. That's why I came back here. Yeah. And then 15 minutes into the gig, on stage at the Opera House, just just a fucking weird Serbian a guy bath comes out of... with a bucket full of beers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They don't muck around the Serbs. Yeah. I've got, got lots of Serbian friends. They don't muck around when they decide to have a drink. Mm, they get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not mucking around to He's more of an enabler, though. Like, Milan Milan drinks a lot, but he, he, I think he ghosts under the fact that he gets everyone else so drunk, they all think, oh, man, he's a big drinker. It's like, no, 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 he's he's a feeder of beer. Oh, like, yeah. 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 You see him and he's always got his hands full of drinks, but they're for other people. Yeah. And there's not one for him in that round. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. So we did uh, Opera House last night. Now, uh, we got all uh, doled up. We, uh, you, you... you you wore suits. Yeah, we saw suits. So you wore a suit that wasn't yours. Yes, you, you could tell. If you, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you've heard the, it, was, it was adult size. Uh, I, took, <laughs> <laughs> I took my suit to the dry cleaners the day before we left for Sydney. We picked it up that morning, had it on the plane, flew up. Go to put it on right before the gig and go. Yeah, they've given me the wrong suit. Oh, this isn't what? mine, and it's gi- it's giant on me. Like it looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, and what? he finds out like twenty minutes before the gig. Yeah. So oh, that's like, not fair. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> so you, oh. he wears that. He's swimming around in his suit yeah. on stage. I've got my... Uh, but it's right, because so... it's comedy, so it looks like you've done it deliberately. Oh, yeah. man, I just, I was like, so excited. Oh, dummy. <laughs> you put on a novelty suit. <laughs> no, so no, dumb. No, took, no, it no. To the, took it to the dry cleaner and we're like, went and picked it up and felt really good. Like, man, this is going to be cool doing the opera house. I'm going to look so sharp up there. And then I just <laughs> looked like a fucking idiot. So that's yeah. what we should do the next live show. We just should start getting bigger and bigger suits. That's <laughs> what we should start be, to be known Until for. Until on the stage is just basically... A, a jumping castle no, that no, we're inside. We of. share one suit between <laughs> oh, us. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Go. that's there comedy. Not bad. That's comedy. Not bad. <laughs> so um, I wore my tux. I, I got married a week ago, so I've got that. I figured this is the only other time I get, I'm going to get to wear the tux. So I wore the tux. I had the uh, so I'm not familiar with wearing a tux or even a tie. I don't know how to wear. I'm not a grown up. I don't mm. know how to tie a tie. Mm. I didn't even know how to put on the bow tie that has a strap on it. I don't even know how to do that. So someone else had to do that. I got back to the hotel, went to get undressed. Couldn't figure out how to take off the bow tie, and I'm very drunk as well. So I sleep, and I also sleep naked. Um, so, so you tied it around your penis? No, no, no. I wish. Is this a weird way of telling me that you tied a bow around your cock? No, no, no. Is this a story about autoerotic asphyxiation? <laughs> and then I was hanging from the door, thinking about Tommy's rented suit. That kick playing, it was real good. <laughs> yeah, no. I so I took everything off, and I was like I said, I was very drunk. I took everything off, so it means that I slept naked. Except for my bow tie. Nice. Oh, so you're nice. a stripper. It's yeah. a stripper. So nice. I look like a really Probably bad Chippendale. Yeah, yeah, like a really cheap one. <laughs> Sounds weird to say this, but I really am sad that there wasn't a fire in our hotel last night. Imagine oh. having to be evacuated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. everyone huddled in the street. But Dilruk driving it then crashed on the floor of my hotel room as well. So I couldn't get out of Why is he doing that? He's not drinking. Why is Dil crashing? How's he crashing if yeah. he's not drinking? Because as we talked about last night, he is a massive Drugs. tight ass. Oh. He is a massive tight ass. Mm. So he slept on the on the floor. Um, that was my question I too. I heard that. I heard that in the party. Mm. You know, you guys giving him grief because he's a tight ass. And I didn't know that. Yeah. 
I didn't know that until recently. But. It's funny when you find it, when you're friends with somebody for a long time, and then one day you just have that moment, you go, oh my God. Yeah. You're a tight ass. Yeah. I'm in an interesting one with him now where he currently owes me $4.40, and you can't. Four forty. You can't. What's well, that? coffee. Booking a booking a bus to Carl's wedding, and someone one person dropped out, which then meant everyone else's cost went up a little bit. You mean four dollars so forty he, or four hundred and forty dollars? Four dollars and forty cents. And so <laughs> I just fucking time. No, I mean, come on, <laughs> I'm not covering this guy who dropped out. <laughs> Aren't you guys crowdfunding or something for this podcast? I know you guys are raking. Oh, it hey, in. don't put me in this one. I'm not complaining about four dollars. This cunt's on TV. He's on like multiple TV shows. He's on every TV show. <laughs> but this is my point. It's like one person dropped out, so it's like, hey, sorry guys, everyone just has to chip in a bit more now to cover this person who dropped out. Everyone else goes fine. He'd already paid, yeah. and it gets to you can't chase up four forty. Do you know what I mean? You no, you can't. can't. So why are you talking? Yes. So why are you talking about <laughs> it on a but podcast? If, but if no one does it, then I've just paid for two people's worth of this bus. Why am I wearing it? Man, because I, it's four dollars forty. Yeah. No, no, but, but four forty from everyone. Then oh, I'm on from, the hook for. Like, oh my four, god! You're giving me up to like for ten people. Oh, hang on! Holy shit! That's forty-four bucks. Yeah, I'm doing a podcast. I don't have any fucking money. Forty-four dollars. I mean, worst case scenario. Now I see the economics. This has not panned out. I thought it was going to. Notice, notice I, I, say. I, I am not behind Tommy Daslow in any way with this conversation. I Fuck. just want to put it on but the like record. Two minutes ago, I said, you know what it's like when you find out somebody's a tight ass. And, we're <laughs> yeah. and now we've just discovered it's you, mate. Yeah, that was the theory. Now we're yeah. in the practice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I really wish there'd been a fire in that hotel last Exposed. night. <laughs> so, but, so at the end of the story, what I've brought up, at the conclusion of all that, my point is I still couldn't. I get up and I was thinking last night, oh, I'm drunk. I can't get the bow tie up because I'm drunk. I go to bed in the nut. I wear the. I'm, I'm the. I'm the naked chipping. I'm the sleepy Chippendale in bed yeah, all yeah, night. Yeah. I get up in the morning. Uh, Dilruk gets up and leaves because he snores so insanely. I imagine he would. Yeah. I'm. I can just see that Dil would be a snorer. There's a lot of flesh wobbling around, even uh, in his throat. Yeah. That's how overweight he is. His throat oh, is fat. Be rude, but he is a brown pelican. <laughs> Wait, well, let's say this very quickly. When we did your radio show the other day, mm. we get in there and you're you're kind of like geeing us up, going, "Guys, this is like the loosest show on radio." So it is just loose. we go really hard. We have Mooney in here. We go fucking crazy. We do mm. all this, and we're yeah. like, "Great." And then when we're on air, we make a, a, a passing joke about Dill being fat, and you looked genuinely horrified. Like you looked really shocked by it. Is that the one rule for you? Yeah, well, yeah. I just made a joke about him being brown, but that's fine. Yeah. But don't attack his weight. <laughs> um, so he he got up, he left, he snored so badly it was it was actually insane. Like I think they there's been a lot of wind in Sydney. I think they cancelled some planes because of Dill yeah, snoring yeah. last night. Insane. <laughs> so had a nap. So he left. I then get up and go, oh, all right. oh fuck, that's right, I'm a Chippendale. Did you, hang on, is he Finnegan sleeping on the floor? Yes. He puts his headphones on and sleeps on the floor. Like that's just my like if if he was if he needed a place to crash and you're out drinking, then I think it's fair enough to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. well I'll be blind. I won't care where I like but yes, yeah, I'm I was saying. thinking that this morning when you sit on on your floor, I'm like, that like I just would be in ca- I wouldn't be able to do that. But he's he can he can have a bed. He can get a bed. There's so, heaps to be fair, him house. lying on the ground looked like he was a bed though. So <laughs> Hey, now, none of that. Not in front of me. Oh, sorry, sorry. I take that back. I take that back. I don't like those sort of chats. <laughs> you're loose, but not that loose. I get it. Um, so uh, he gets up, he leaves, um, and then I get up and go, right, I'm sober. I'm, I'm the sober chip and done now. I'll just take this off. Still could not take it off. So I, it means I couldn't function. I didn't leave. I couldn't have breakfast. I've only just eaten now. It's like one o'clock, two o'clock. Wow. I couldn't leave the place because I, I couldn't have a sh- – so I, I ended up giving up. And I had a shower with the bow tie oh, on. Wow. <laughs> what? 
You weren't tempted to get some scissors, like, you know, go that, to the concierge, hey, get some scissors or something? Th- th- this is like a clip. It's like a... Oh, you I would, could not figure it out. Yes, you didn't touch boobs until you were like 30. Yeah. You? <laughs> you just go, oh, God, I, I just can't. How do you do it? She's going, stop it. You're hurting me, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, is hurting. this is not fun anymore. And you've gone, oh, look, I'll just... Yeah, too hard. I'll, yeah. just, I'll just do panties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. You'd, actually, you'd actually had sex, maybe even conceived a child. I don't know. Yeah. And, then, and then one day... You yeah. figured out the bra. Yeah, the neck bra. Yeah. And no. now, well, now the progression, of course, is neck bra, which maybe that's what bras are. They're just purely a training standard to get to neckties. Yep. Yeah. So, so what have you, have you got it on under there? Is no, that the big reveal? No, I had, I, well, I had to come and do this. So, so it's how'd like, you get it off? I just, I just tore it off. I ended up tearing it. I tore the little plastic clip off. Oh, so, God, yeah. where are you going to find another one of those ties? Yeah, well, I'll have to go all the way back to Thailand to get another one for but two bucks. Surely part of you is going, well, I'm not planning to get married again anytime soon, so yeah. I can just get rid of I can just yeah, destroy well, this. Well, that's it. That's it. That was, a, that was the last thought. I'm like, well, how often do I need a bow tie? Mm. Never. Never yeah. again. And they're a dumb thing. Like, I, I've got one, but I never wear it. But I've got one. It's a Hugo Boss one. Right. And I don't even know where I got it from. But, like, why? Why? Because no one ever comes up to you and goes, oh, Miz. Nice bow tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yes. that a Hugo Boss? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, seriously, I've worn two dollar ties. Yeah, and mm. no one has ever. Oh, no one ever comments about ties anyway. Yeah, yeah. What's you know, the difference you know what's between real good? not bow ties? Yeah. no one's ever going to comment yeah, about yeah. A bow ties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Black and they look the same, and you can't tell whether. Or not. And anyone who actually like really ties one off themselves, what yeah. are you doing that for? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Totally, totally. A good, a good four dollar forty tie. That's what you want. That, see, four, that's well, now see, that's good. Four forty. Here's missing out. Yeah, exactly. Think of all the ties I'm missing out on. If Dilruk would pay you the. Fucking money yes, thank you. you. You can have a necktie with that T-shirt. Thank you. But you don't. <laughs> Dilrook oh, is stopping God. you from being the, the so formal man you could be. The classy man I deserve to be. Yeah. Thank you for coming around. Oh, that's it. <laughs> I know, I'm with you now. You yeah. know, the funny thing is I know, because this podcast at times is a little bit like levels of inception, that Dilrook right now is listening to oh. this going, mm. oh! So, I'm so, I, look, I'm, I'm actually going to look around to see if he's not literally behind us <laughs> because he turned up to the Opera House last night and we were actually it's a good I discussion was, oh no he is in town he's supposed to be on the on the radio show today but he pulled out for a charity gig the asshole. Oh, really? that's made up oh, he just you didn't know how much, do yeah, it charity gig you know how much he's charging them uh, <laughs> oh what this guy's just throwing out silver <laughs> and char- gold yeah he charges charities $4.40 <laughs> fuck this <laughs> He turned up, and I say that I was looking behind me because he just turned up last night. Like there was a little bit of planning, I think, with you, but not yeah. not very much. He just he just hit up that side and goes, "Yeah, that opera house you're doing. You know what? I might just I might just rock up and be on it." And it's like, <laughs> do we do we ask for that or not? Do we <laughs> do we ask you? So he's yeah he's he doesn't mind just inviting himself on. And it's like it's the op- should have got him in today. He'd be fantastic here because I mean we could do all the horribly offensive jokes that we're doing about Daruk, but to his face, yeah, which is so much it's, better. And it's, it's a, a rare opportunity for us to get to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. we did because uh, this is nice for us. Usually we're doing it to his face. We did all that last night. We yeah. did. I did a lot of tight ass jokes about him last night, being the new newly crowned. Tightest ass in Australian comedy. Wow. Yeah. So he, he beat out a few pretenders, but he's now the number one. Who do you yeah. reckon outside in Australian comedy, particularly if you know people you've had on your podcast so people can relate to it, who's who's a big tight ass in Australian comedy? Well, yeah, this was the whole. So the setup was, uh, yeah, that that what, over half of the comedians invited to your well wedding over didn't half. get you a gift. Yeah. Many of whom have high-paying commercial radio oh, jobs. Oh come on! Yeah. Name names. Well, well, the list was all Cheesy. The, the notable. No, no, he's a tight ass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, but he was not Tell, at the wedding. Wait, have you mentioned? And right now he's going. Oh come on! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you talked about the text no, you not... got from Husey when we were in Montreal? Oh yeah, but this I I really like Husey. I think uh, Husey's 
yeah. you, amazing. You know that thing where when you meet people that are outside of comedy and they go, oh, what's this guy really like? Or I don't think this guy's funny and they'll, they'll tell you. And if yeah. anyone ever says, you know, that all those, you know, people like Husey will go, oh, I don't think Husey's funny. I'm always like, he's fucking so funny. Like yeah. on stage, yeah. he's just a machine. Off stage he's funny as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally, well, totally. But the, the, the very funny quirk of Husey's personality to me and to a lot of people I think is... He's still he's the number one, and he's still so competitive that I don't think he allows. He doesn't realize he's only competing with himself now. Yes, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes. Well, the rest it's of him is, and the sun. The rest of us have just got on with our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's just going? You know who I'm going to smash? Fucking Husey. Yeah, yeah. That's you, mate. Yeah, yeah. I love it too. Yeah, so he's super competitive. So that that's a great plot of like a film. Husey clones himself, so he has someone so else to take on. <laughs> And they're going each other for the same radio gigs. That's great. Husey A and Husey B, which yeah. one's better? And the then after, shoes. yeah, <laughs> Tuzi. And then once he splits off, you know, the clone sort of has a bit of a separate life, so it starts to develop in slightly a different way. Oh, so there is a wow. slight difference. And can you imagine how upset he get if his wife preferred the other Husey? <laughs> that would just that's... imagine your wife cheating on you with your clone. That's oh, brutal. Right yeah. now, Husey is doing his head, and he's listening to this, just going, "Not going to happen." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the multiplicity. Reboot with Yuzi, mm. so he Multiplicity um, yes, um, catchy. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he, when we were in Montreal, uh, uh, we did the Just Last Festival in Montreal, and I get a text from Husey going, uh, "Oh, w- what's going on, on on this night? You know, can I pop in do this gig at your, one of the gigs that you run or whatever?" And I said, "Oh man," uh, uh, and he tried to ring me, and I said, "Look, sorry, I can't reply. I can't pick up for both of our sake. I'm actually in Montreal at the Just Last Festival," and his reply was. Fuck you. (laughs) Just let us have this. (laughs) You've done it like eight times or something. (laughs) You're fine. Let a shit-ass little podcast from Melbourne go overseas. It wasn't – they weren't thinking Little Dum Dum Club or Husey. Like, we didn't beat you one-on-one. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we. I mean, we did on the show that people will have heard last week. We went through the the Melbourne tight asses from uh, mm. from from Carl's wedding. Who are this? Who is it? The Sydney tight asses, or, or just in media in yeah. uh, famous tight asses? Yeah. Because we look, there's a few people. Here's some here's some working professionals. Like, cause it's, we could name open micers and whatever, and you wouldn't know them. But the the most famous names on that list would be uh, from last night. Would be who? Uh, Dave, Dave O'Neill. O'Neill. Dave O'Neill. A tight ass. Co- comedy millionaire oh. Dave O'Neill. Yeah. Uh, wow. I mean, millionaire and like, you know, kind of like a, in a Frankston kind of millionaire yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. No, is no, the dollar a, worth a different Footscray, amount, isn't it? Footscray, sorry. Yeah, 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 I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take yeah. that. Um, uh, uh, radio personality and comedian Limo. Is Limo tight us? Well, went to a wedding without a present. Yeah, no. Okay. Breakfast radio. How much? How much? I mean, you know, you know how yeah. much you're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so much more than you guys. That's why that whole 440, I was like, are you kidding? My God, I, I literally, when I go and take a piss, I just throw a 20 in the car. Just so one bloke like you would just pick it up. Yeah. Just go, oh, I know he's pissed on this, mm. but who cares? Oh, you've got, you've got those Fabergé egg toilet lollies <laughs> yeah. down in the bottom of the piss trough. Yeah. Oh, found 20 in the street the other day. Yeah. So good. I yeah. pissed on it. So, yeah, I know. That's what drew me to it. <laughs> um, yeah, famous tight asses. Who have you got? You, you know oh, look, any? No, not really. I, I'm a, I'm a very, um, uh, I, I'm quite a generous person. Like I, I, to a fault. Like if there's one thing that I wish I could probably change, I am too generous. Like it's, I just am, and I think it's because um, I come. My mum's family uh, are pretty, you know, salt of the earth. They're quite. They're 
very poor mining family from Broken Hill. And so a lot of my mum's family were quite poor. So I didn't really, when I was a kid. The Reinhardts? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I do her for cash. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. Like, so I've, I've always kind of grown up around people who are very, very generous. And mm. like, you know, I've always said people with the least amount of money usually tend to be the most generous People and I think if people who don't have money who then get money like me cashed up bogans don't know what to do with it mm. like not not very good with money right so uh, you know I, I I don't really like tight asses tight asses are actually somebody I I don't like being around them right mm. yeah it's a but, tough one but see, like I made jokes about Husey being tight but I don't actually think Husey's a tight ass I think Husey is very, very focused. We know, and it's competitive, and he certainly wouldn't argue that. But, like, he's not the sort of person who's going to try to not pay for a coffee. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Those sorts of people. You do wonder, though, although he did open a set at my uh, at my Thursday comedy club one night by getting up and going, guys, can uh, yeah, thanks for having me, but can you believe this? I, I went to get a lemonade, and they made me pay for it at the bar. They made, yeah. made, made Husey pay for his lemonade. I and he, and he thought he, I love it when he talks about himself in the third person. Yeah. So, particularly in reference to free lemonades. Yeah, yeah. But then he did that as an opener like, yeah. get it guys? And everyone's like, why fucking wouldn't you? We had to yeah. pay. That, that's, You're that's, the only millionaire in the room. Pay for a lemonade. It is. It he's is the core. Cool. He's four of the millionaires in the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, but he's very dasso like. I reckon that lemonade cost about four dollars forty. So yeah, there you go. Gone. Oh, yeah. the European. Fuck no. Nah, that'd be that'd be only with a half price ticket. You'd be looking at seven bucks for a lemonade in there. Please come along Thursdays and Saturday nights, guys. <laughs> European's good. That's yeah. a good place. Yeah, yeah. That's good gig. Good club. Good. Uh, yeah. There, I've got a I've got a mate at the moment who because there's that you know there's that friend who. Just you know, you go in on the first jug, and then they're like, "Oh, well, you know, we'll go for rounds," that, and then man. they and then they just disappear. And I've got a mate who's very guilty of that at the moment. It's just started to dawn on me. But I like I kind of always want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like I never want to think this guy's doing this on purpose. But it's getting pretty close to me having to call it and go, "This is fucking deliberate." Because yeah. it's yeah, just yeah, that's it's it. uncanny. It's, it's when it's deliberate. That, yeah. you know, that you sort of go, "Oh, are you wedging me on this?" Yeah, and you just go, "Oh, that's the thing I can't handle." I the guy who's always on the asses. inside track where he hasn't yeah. gotten the first one and he hasn't yeah, gotten the last doing? one. It's like, uh, you've just managed to come out but on top here. I just, I can't be around people like that. I just, and like I said, because I'm shit with money. Like I'm just one of those people. I'm just not good with it. Mm. So if I, when I see people trying to wedge people like me who have had 20 years of show business, have earned a lot of money, I think, who the fuck are you to do that to me? <laughs> Take your four dollars forty. What's the most cashed up bogany thing you've ever done? Like oh, when you mate. what what well, when it started I, kicking I, off, what did you start doing? All right, this is shameful. And I, <laughs> do, do you want shame? Like fuck real, yeah, shame. Fuck yeah. So Rosso and I used to do this thing, right? When we're we're in. So you you American Rosso, of course. The yep. old uh, we've got we've got ten year old listeners, so yep. you know some of them mightn't. <laughs> okay, fair cool. Yep. All right, so uh, Rosso and I were um, working at Nova, doing breakfast, and we're being paid a fortune, and we're doing a TV shows as well, and we're, it, it was very high times anyway. And we were kind of like only maybe like late twenties, early thirties, or something like that. And we used to do this thing called uh, Man Lunch, right? Which is uh, on Friday we used to go out and uh, go to like not a, a, an expensive place, but just go to like a, a kind of a restaurant or something like that, like a steakhouse or a pub or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we just do like a, a lockdown where we just get our mates around about 12 of us and we just get hammered. <laughs> like just really quite, you know, gross. Yeah. And did you ever, did you have like a posse? 
Yeah, you, yeah, 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 right. And it was a real thing to get invited because we used to, it was not like you just got a walk up invite. You had to be invited to come. And I was in charge of the invite list. And we used to deliberately fuck with people <laughs> by inviting them one time and then not inviting Great. them the next time and Brutal. make it watch them sweat. Great. And then know, because they'd know that they'd been talked about <laughs> at the next one. Anyway, oh, great. And people uh, would want to come along. And so, like, sometimes, uh, you know, like. I can't handle this. Just hearing about it's making Oh, yeah. Me I love it. It's, it's, yeah. We, used to, we used to instill anxiety in our friends. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we'd tell our friends, just go, oh, this week, oh, Larry Ender's coming. Or, you know, like it was like we'd invite show business people and that'd always be great. And then some people would switch in. And the only kind of regulars were Ross and I. Anyway, so. This sort of sounds like a podcast. <laughs> kind of stopping inviting people and then go, like, why not anymore? It was like a shit fight club. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we'd go to like this, uh, like I said, not a fancy place at all, but we'd, we'd pay for it. Ross and I would pick up the bill and we'd just go, let's just drink and eat and do what we want. And we'd go nuts. And then occasionally we'd go and, you know, bet on the greyhounds or go to a pub and drink. And then, so talking about excesses, this is embarrassing bogan work. We would open up a um, copy of Unique Cars. <laughs> You know, Bogan magazine. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, cars. Were you trying like, to... Trading posts. Yeah, stuff, buy and sell stuff. old yeah. cars. Yeah. Like, we'd open up a trading post <laughs> or unique cars, and I shit you not, we would pick out a car and fucking buy it. What? Every week? No, not every week. Oh, right. But I'm just <laughs> oh, saying, there loser. was an occasion where we were pissed, and we opened it up, and we went, we should buy that, and we bought something, <laughs> and we just... Like, and this is really bad, right? <laughs> this makes us sound horrible, because we are horrible human beings, and we deserve it. But we literally... I remember we got a call from... From our assistant who rang us like on the Monday and said, um, so how do you want to get the car down from Queensland? <laughs> we said, what are you talking about? <laughs> she said, well, you bought a car. Right. Like, nah. And she goes, yeah, you, you bought a car. And you go, you don't remember? Oh. We go, nah, no idea. And we bought a car from Queensland. Oh, great. It was, like, it was not like, you know, $50,000 or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But I think it was like, maybe it was like Four grand or something like that. Right. Fuck. And so oh, had, no, man, that's a lot of money to just like not even remember. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Something that's like that's like a that's like a thousand bow ties. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so you and your four dollars forty. Yeah. Like, imagine yeah. that a thousand yeah. times. You're right. <laughs> you know, I take your point. I do need car. that four forty back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a Leyland P70. We bought two Leyland P76s when we were pissed. Great. Yeah. Uh, Great. We, we bought a van when we were pissed. And so what? These cars come down, and then what are you doing with them? Were you happy when they invented the booty call instead? Instead of buying cars when you're pissed? <laughs> Why didn't we just go to the strip? Yeah. <laughs> what idiots! So, like, that's an embarrassing form of exercise. It's pretty that great because you go. It was, also a, it was a different time. It was a different era. It's yeah. great when you go. This is a shameful story, and I go. This is going to be fucking filth. Here we yeah, go, yeah. and then it's oh, we bought a uh, car. I'm like, yeah, that is worse. <laughs> yeah, no, it, you know what I mean. It is. Yeah. It's kind of. Oh, yeah. totally. I'm ashamed, but because now the modern this, version don't is give Bogans. I've said this. Don't give Bogans money. Don't <laughs> give us. Don't give us money because we don't know what to do with it. The modern version. I think is getting blind and then waking up the next day and going through the iTunes receipts and just all the yep. all the fucking late night anthems you've gone and purchased that yeah, are just yeah, sitting yeah. in your library now forever. But it's cheap. They're, they're, no, they're two nineteen a pop. Yeah, so the stakes are way gonna, lower. They're yeah. going to add up to four grand. Speaking about you spending money, right? So this is what something I've always been interested in. Actually, now I get to ask you. So. When we were in Montreal, going back to that, we met David Badil. Well, I met David Badil. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So I was a big fan of him. He did the. I like how I just got cut out of that story. Oh, well, well <laughs> did like, you? I don't want you getting credit for having met him. Well, did you meet him? No, I didn't. Well, get the fuck out of the story. 
<laughs> I love it though, hang just on. correcting yourself like, hang on, I can't stand the idea of people thinking that this guy is involved in this in any way. Hang on a second, hands up in this room if you've met David Baddiel. Keep oh. your hands down, Tommy. Fuck, <laughs> hands up if Dilruk owes you $4.40. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> so I met him over in Edinburgh because, uh, not Edinburgh, fucking Montreal, sorry, I got thrown, that was where you met him. So uh, he was part of, uh, him and Frank Skinner did the fantasy football and then they did yep. a show that you and Rosso yeah, yeah. bought the franchise of. Unplanned, yeah. Unplanned, yeah, right. Yeah. We, so, we did three seasons of on Channel 9. Yeah, now this is something I was always interested in because the format of Unplanned is we go out and do a show with absolutely no scripting, no, uh, you know, no performance, no plan. no plan at all. And you paid for that idea? Yeah. How do you pay when the idea is Mate, we, we do I, no planning? I, I think we paid them for an idea. Um, and then there was like some kind of loose structures to it, right, for the unplanned thing, and we discarded those. So we actually bought fuck all and then used none of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. And then That's, we just, we literally said, that, I think we have just literally bought the name. And I saw uh, David Bedil in uh, London, um, I think we might have been Series 3 by that stage, and I kind of said to him, I said, I think that we've just literally bought the title of your name. He goes, yeah, you guys have changed it so much. <laughs> because we've got like a whiteboard and this guy who does this thing. And we go, yeah, we don't do any of that. Yeah, goes, yeah. So what do you do? And we go, we just sit on couches. Yeah. That's it. And just talk to people in the audience. Goes, Is that it? And I go, yeah. And he Great. Goes, he goes, it works. And I go, yeah, it works, all right? Yeah, and you thought the used cars from Queensland were a waste of money. It's oh, <laughs> way worse. How blind were you when you they, signed this they, No, they, get, they used to get blind and then turn the TV on and go, we'll buy that one. <laughs> we'll buy that show. Sure, we can do Knight Rider. We can do that. <laughs> Takeshi's Castle. Let's get it over here. We, we nearly did that. Really? But, oh, yeah, we nearly did that. that Man, was, Takeshi's was Castle about doing a Japanese game show. Oh. Yeah, it was, look, it was a different time. And, and also, too, you know, when you're young and you're – Russell and I, would, or we were very, very – Poor, like you know what it's like when you're starting out as a comedian. Well, you know directly right now. But you know, like when you're starting out, uh, you don't have any money and you're on the dole and you do it tough. And then all of a sudden, you know, if you do pick up a commercial contract or something, all of a sudden you've got more money than you've known before. And you go from zero to hero very quickly. And as a result, you do lose your tiny mind a little bit. Mm. And there's a there's a period there. And then, you know, life levels you out a little bit and you have ups and you have downs. And then you kind of go, oh, okay, I can be a, a regular human being now, not just the douchebag. Um, and it kind of levels you out. But you do have those moments. And the funny thing is, like, you know, as much as I'm ashamed of some of that stuff, it makes for good stories. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. You yeah. know, buying yeah. cars when you're pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how much I'd love to be able to do that now. Yeah. Having said that, last year... When I was pissed, I bought a motorcycle in South Australia. <laughs> He's back on his bullshit. He's back. <laughs> He's back being a wanker again. Literally went on gum trip. No, listen, again, Great. literally was at home drinking on my own because that's what you do when you win. <laughs> woke up the next day, looked at uh, gum trip and went, oh, I didn't, did I? <laughs> Right. I bought a motorcycle, an ex-cop bike, a 1981 Honda uh, CB750 from a place called Munta, which is exactly how it sounds. I'm just picturing your backyard looks like the scrapyard that they crash land into in Con Air, oh, just, like, just like husks of vehicles oh, everywhere man. that you've brought over the years. And this thing has just cost me so much money and is currently not on the road. I, I love the idea that you, you've bought all this through Amazon, like all these stupid just, purposes are all through 
the one account. So then it comes up. You may be interested in, oh, fucking who knows? Yeah, who knows yeah, what yeah. you're interested in now? Oh, I mean, that's great. Start an Amazon wish list. Yeah. This used car, yeah. this used car. Just, you know what they should? They should have a, a site for like a, like a phony site. For pissed bogans, yes, so they can go to it, and you're like, oh, I just want a fucking money <laughs> Yeah, and then you wake up the next day and go, sorry, cancelled, and you yeah. go, oh, thank. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like the trackpad on the laptop. It can like yeah. sense the toxins coming oh, out of your skin, you and it just brings up this whole yeah. other computer you need, that you, you can need, only access. Yeah, then. you need net nanny, but not for porn. <laughs> yeah, for motorbikes. So, do you have a motorbike license? No, what love it. Yeah, I do. I've got two motorbikes at the moment. Uh, I nearly bought a third one, but then I just went. I've just got to calm down. I used to have like two, two or three cars. Some. Uh, you strike me motorbikes. as a guy who would have. You would have. I reckon you've come close to a jet ski many times. So close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last year, I nearly yeah. got a sea do. I was so excited. I went for a ride on a sea do, and I went. Go the extra bogan mess. What is the sea do? Is... Be be water bogan. Is the sea do a man of bogans? <laughs> be a bogan fish. Oh, it's so bad. You love it. Those things fly, man. They're so good. What's the sea do? Is the sea do the one where you're you've got the thing on your back? No, nah, it's like it's like a motorbike on water. But it's, it's, there's like jet skis and there's sea do's. Right. And sea do's are wicked fast. Like, I, I mean, I... I'm talking topping out at a hundred k's on Ooh. water. I, I yeah, no. I spent a day jet skiing when we were in Koh Samui, yep. and I was like. Yeah, I get it. I get, yeah, yeah. I so get the bogan. Saying. Like, yeah, yeah, if I had a huge dump of money yeah, tomorrow, man. this would be pretty hard to talk myself out of. I doing. feel a bit. I feel a bit ashamed. I've been to Thailand like eight times, nine times. I've never been on a jet ski. How do you get on a prostitute and not a jet ski? <laughs> <laughs> how do you? How do you go? I have. Not... How do you go? Prostitute, 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 <laughs> and then they do... and no and no jet ski. When you get to the, airport... the jet ski first, I mean, to be fair, the jet ski is a lot safer. <laughs> when you get to the airport, you do have to pick one. There's a guy standing there. He's got one on each arm. Excuse me, sir. Um, uh, what would you like to ride? Oh, no. I'm thinking not eight. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, what? You guys are condemning me? Let's get back to what? Dilrook is fat. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I like how I brought it down. Yeah. Oh, sorry, everyone. Sorry, everyone. We have a lot of ladies of the night that listen to this show, so we don't want to, you know, maybe, maybe we do. I don't know. Hey, numbers-wise, it's a pretty good chance. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, there's. I mean, I, 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 we were always interested in hearing what people do. You know, do we have any brain surgeons? Do we have any ladies of the night? Do we have any? The only people we want to hear from: brain surgeons or sex workers. Yeah, no one I in like between. He, I like how you've categorized the two genders there, though, Carl. <laughs> no, so, no. oh, men, no. you could be a brain surgeon. No. Oh, but ladies, you can only be hookers. No, I was actually thinking in my head the other way around. Actually, oh. <laughs> I want to know about male prostitutes. <laughs> what you were cosplaying as last night when you went to sleep? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've you now you've been wearing the wedding ring since the uh. since the wedding. Great way of letting me know that you're off the market because yeah. I am constantly <laughs> trying to fuck you. Um, now I got to say I wouldn't have picked you as a ring guy. Oh, I, 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 it's a bit on and off at the moment because I, you know, I think people. I mean, do you wear one, Mary? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yep. I have never worn jewelry before, so I don't like wearing it. It mm, feels yeah. weird. And yeah, Josh, yeah. our friend of the show, told us told me that uh, again, not us. Just me. Mm. That uh, you're gonna have, you're gonna be you playing sure I wasn't with it. There? No, I distinctly remember no, it was looking. In it was in Montreal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this little lunch that you had with Badil and Joshua. Yeah, it was in a cone of silence. I remember now. <laughs> you invited me to the last one. I didn't get invited to this one, and now I'm freaking out about it. Yeah. Well, we bought a fucking truck, and then we started talking about wedding rings. Um, so. And he said, you're going to play with it for like three weeks, three, four weeks, something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. And I'm constantly doing it now. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not. And to be honest, you saying, oh, I didn't strike you as someone who would wear one. I didn't know I had an option. I thought you just have to wear one. 
No, people, Jed, there's a lot of people that just well, Hughes kind of doesn't. don't. Hughes has got a little tattoo on, oh. his, on his ring finger. Uh, but I think he's got... Must have been cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I saw him I saw him a couple of weeks ago and I think he had... Um, uh, I noticed at the time, because I, I know that he's got a tattoo on his ring finger, on, uh, but on his other hand, he did have a, a, a band. So right. I don't know what the deal is with there. But I remember him when he got married. I don't think he had... Uh, a wedding band there. Actually, that reminds me. Do you know me. why it's on the left on the left finger? No. Car? Why do you wear the wedding band there and not somewhere else? Absolutely no idea. Because in your hands, that is the only place where the vein runs directly through your arteries really? to your heart. Mm. Wow. To your heart. I did not know that. That's why it's on that finger. Well, that's funny you say that because I- I know, know a lot of fingering stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. So, Deliberately wrong. <laughs> wrong. So uh, when at the at the wedding and the ceremony, I don't know if you noticed this, Tommy, but because you were at this thing that I'm about to talk about. Um, the wedding? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah, you were there. Um, so uh, uh, as my now wife put the ring on my finger, she put it on the wrong- Hand. She put it on the, the, the right hand rather than the left hand. Mm-hmm. And as she did that, I looked around and my mum's sitting in the front row and just goes, wrong hand. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something you've heard a few times. <laughs> Even from yourself. <laughs> Strange of your wife to get it wrong. She's had a long time to practice that action. I know. That's crazy. I know. She obviously, you know, had it flipped around oh, in her she dreams. She would have been nervous as well. Yeah. You know? And you're not really like looking, you know... Oh, you're not thinking about yeah, totally. You know, but but the the weird hand, th- right hand yes, totally. And the weird thing was though that she put it on the wrong hand. But I've sort of like broken a knuckle on that other finger, and so she put it on that one and didn't come off, and I couldn't get it off yeah. for like yeah. half a day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, so did you leave it on when she put it on? You didn't correct her and say uh uh-uh. uh. No, no. You didn't because I didn't. thought well, why not? But that's. But in the ceremony, you didn't take it off and put it on your left hand. No, no, no. Why not? Because I thought that would make it look like there was a very obvious mistake. So it was a very obvious mistake. mistake. I know. Somebody in the front yelled out, wrong hand. Now, this is his 440, where he thinks it's fine (laughs) and it turns out it's not. (laughs) So I got stuck on the wrong fingers. I don't know. To be honest, I don't know if this this marriage is legal. (laughs) I could be still a free man. God. Well, is what it, it means is that when she put it on your right hand, because it's not c- connected to your heart, the one on the uh, the right hand, that finger there. Is this just an connected. elaborate thing for you to give us the finger? That's yeah, yeah, what yeah. it looks like well, you're doing. What I'm doing is I'm leading up and going as if it's scientific again because I've proven one fact, so therefore now you're, yes. in, you're in a belief system. Yes. A belief cycle, right? <laughs> so the belief cycle then leads you to believe. So when I say, oh, the right finger is actually connected to your anus. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's good. See, belief cycle. That's, That's great. Oh, Man. So that's, give him a truth and then yeah. give him a lie. <laughs> so is that like the right hand that's putting it on that means I'm down for anal tonight? That's is what that I'm what saying. Oh, yeah. right. Okay, right, right. Fuck, I wasted that night. Right. See, it's, <laughs> this is interesting, all this behavioural stuff, all these like subtle clues that we give off with our body language <laughs> yeah. and how we behave. Yeah. It's, what, it's, it's the difference between us and the animals. That's what it is. Do you want to talk at all about the day? Because... There were some things that I think listeners might find interesting, including your service being heckled by a friend of ours. <laughs> What's the service? Oh, yes. Yeah. You t- you have, so you haven't done any record. You haven't recorded a podcast about your wedding. No. We Last night we, we talked, talked about, about the gifts, but that's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. it. But we haven't talked about the ceremony or anything like that. Whereabouts did you get married? 
out in the is it what's it called the Yarra Valley? Do you call it that? Yarra Valley, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what it's called. That's what's okay, called. Well, that's so why I, mean, I asked. Call that. <laughs> yeah, let's call it that. Um, Yarra Valley. What do you call? It? Is that what you call it? No, we call it Doug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was out in Doug, and um, yeah, so it was out in the countryside. It was, uh, it was nice. Very, it was in a very nice uh, restaurant slash reception center. So I organised a uh, a a little mini bus because it was about an hour out of the city mm-hmm. to oh, take up. Fuck, it here was... We go with a full forty. <laughs> <laughs> now hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Okay. Um, Did you actually organise it, or were you, was this just a normal bus that you were taking the tokens for? Yeah, I was, I was trying to profit off this thing, to be honest. <laughs> you know what? It was a courtesy bus from the venue. Property. <laughs> it was one of those buses that's on a rail and it makes a dinging sound. It had Crown Casino right <laughs> beside it. But in the bus, it was uh, who was in there from the people that would know would know from the show? Uh, Josh Earl, Nick Cody. Uh, Dilruk, Xavier Michaelides, Nick Kappa. So big group, like 10 mm. of us all up. Yep. And we're, so we're, you know. Plus we're, partners. We're, yes, plus partners and stuff. So we're driving up and we're, and we're all delighting in the fact that we're on our way to seeing Carl Chandler being sincere and we're speculating about, like, I kind of was like, this is going to be very funny seeing him, seeing Carl be sincere. But then I started thinking, fuck, I don't know his girlfriend's dad at all. What if the dad gets up and just fucking roasts him in the speech? Like, what if the dad's, what if the father of the bride has like a real mongrel in him? Like, we could see something. Like, and so we're speculating and we're going, oh, yeah, fucking Carl will be up there after the service, fucking rattling the bucket like he does at Spleen, just being like, yep. just going so hard. And then the, the lady driving the bus, like, after about 15 minutes of this, she, she can't help herself. She has to turn around and go, so this groom's a, He's a friend of yours? <laughs> We're like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, very dear friend. And yeah, yeah, like, we love you. Yeah, him. but you've just been brutal about him for 50. Like, why are you all going to this yeah. thing? Like, it sounds like you hate this guy. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's Australian. Have we forgotten what country we're in? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, yeah. if somebody's not in the room, fair yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. If they're not totally. On, particularly if you're not on, I think everything becomes concentrated on a minibus, your mm. behaviour. Yeah. Oh, Don't yeah. you reckon, like... Man, it's a little some island. Of the, some of the loosest shit I've done in my life has been on a coaster bus. I get on a coaster bus. You were I you were on a bus buying another bus. <laughs> <laughs> That's insensitive. Yeah. I got to oh, say, man. yeah, we got off the bus at the wedding venue, and I was like, this wedding has a lot to live up to now because that was a ripper bus trip. Man, I, I, I love I love a coaster bus trip. So like, good. It's I, the, if you can drink on a coaster bus, mm. you are guaranteed to have a good time. I I think it's it's something about it. It just magnifies. The funny, oh. and you do, and whoever's not in that bus is such fair game. It gets really loose really quick. We we went on a footy trip slash soccer. Uh, used to play soccer for for Dalesford, and we went for our end of season trip to Phillip Island. What a trip! <laughs> wow. So um, that's unusual for a, a footy team to go to Phillip Island. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We, we were the first. I mean, this is a while back. We we. <laughs> I mean, we invented it. It's a budget. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It, was, it was pretty sweet. How Some... much did it cost to get there? Four forty. <laughs> this is a while back. It was four thirty. Something about that number sounds familiar. <laughs> so on the way back, so we had our footy trip, and then on the way back, we we're on a, a little bus full of you know twenty five players. As soon as we got on the bus, I reckon we got five minutes out of Phillip Island. We had a three hour, four hour trip to go. The youngest member of the team says, "Hey, you know that thing when you taste your own cum." <laughs> And then the rest of the bus just stood up and said, thank you. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, that's 
Wow. I will say. There's a, there's a week in that. That's, yeah. not, that's not going to get tired. Yeah. We, we went back to Dalesford and then back to Phillip Island oh. again and then back to Dalesford again to get all the content out. I, I've got a lot of respect for this young man because you really have to have guts to whip out it. Don't you hate it? You, unless not, you're yeah, absolutely stupidity. yes, no, totally you're absolutely certain. He was like, not certain. It came out and he <laughs> oh, went, uh oh, oh man! It kind of just shot out of him and just went everywhere, <laughs> just, just sprayed out and it was all over the place. And by that stage, you couldn't clean it up. It was like everyone's laughing. And you're all like, "This is so weird," because like pre comes the one that you taste, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what's weird about what he said, guys. Yeah, totally, totally, guys. All right. Merrick, clear Guys? your show. Clear your show later on. We've got a lot to talk about. One, two, three, five, three. Give us a call. <laughs> Have you ever tasted what your do you taste? Gum? Have you ever tasted Tommy's cum? Call in. <laughs> I like the idea that it's... it's and you guys bang there for the age in Thailand? And you do pre-cum? That's great. Oh no, I love, I, love that, I love the idea that your phone-in topic isn't what have you tasted. It's just, it's just have you ever tasted your own cum? And people, oh just, people are just literally calling in to go yes or no. My great God. topic. Now, look, I... I I don't have a radio in my car. My radio's busted, so I don't actually don't hear much <laughs> yeah. radio. Yeah, okay, sure. It, no, it is. It literally is. I'm just so I, look. Tommy will back me up here in my laziness to my car. In that I he he and a lot of friends bought me personalised number plates a year ago. Mm. I still haven't put them on. Mm. Wow. Uh, I the central locking in my car has been broken for ten years. Uh, you cannot get into my car unless you unlock the boot. I haven't fixed that yet. So the radio okay. is the, the broken radio is one of the high points of my car. Okay, so I think I bought your car from Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking. Let's all we could go out for it's, beers after this. Make him an offer. Yeah, I was going to say this sounds like the sort of piece of shit I would buy. When I've been drinking. Yeah, sounds like the sort of thing I could afford if I had that four forty. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't listen to much radio, but I was in my my wife's. Fuck, it still weird, feels weird to say that. So uh, I was in her car the other night, and she was flicking around the dials and there was a I started listening to a bit of commercial FM which I hadn't mm. haven't listened to for years but what I, and I haven't heard a phone in topic for a long time but this struck my fancy I want to <laughs> say who gave out the topic but this was the topic the guy sets it up by saying look you know that thing when you're driving along in traffic and you see someone driving past you and you look at them and you go they're a bit of all right here's the phone topic have you ever pulled over and fucked someone that was in the car next to you <laughs> driving down the highway like, how many That's times is niche. that happening? And then That's tasting your own cum on the drive-up. <laughs> <Yeah. home. laughs> <laughs> We've got one caller. Uh, it's Glenn from Dalesford. <laughs> it was Matthew, but anyway. Go. <laughs> oh, don't name names. <laughs> <laughs> don't name names. Fuck. Very. So you, did, That's niche. Yeah, did you stick around to nah, no, got the, no, no because, yeah. because his partner on air even went, yeah, I don't reckon this is a good one. <laughs> yeah. So no, was this? The, what was this? Because usually there's an anecdote that leads into it. Was there? Was it no, literally just him going? I was driving here. I think he and got saw a, someone hot and went. Yeah, wouldn't mind fucking. I man. think he just got a boner in the Commodore on the way and thought, <laughs> oh, we could talk about this. That's weird. That is that. Yeah, but you're right. So I'm glad that you're the professional. You know, you're not going to get a call off that. But sometimes, you know, it's really, really good to play hyper niche. It's a good game to play, particularly if you've got a good, responsive um, following on on radio. It's a difference between having an audience and just talking into a stick, right? Yeah. If you've got an engaged audience that likes your show, likes the and gets what you do. You can go pretty hyper niche. There's some of the stuff I've said um, on my show. You would, if you were to try it on another show on another network, no chance, dead in the water. 
Like literally stuff like the, what have you tasted? I've literally done that in the last three weeks. Just right. what have you tasted? And you just get, you know, crazy stuff. Um, so you can get, you know, and people around say, oh, I've tasted Cobra Venom, shit like that. Oh, really? Yeah, man. But they're, they're a fairly engaged audience, my own. So they're really, they're, they're with it. They get it and they want to be a part of it. Yeah. So you can get that. And when you know that you've got that, you can play those high risk kind of talkbacks. But um, you know, you're, but this if, is, this if, is on other formats, I'll, I would be very, very hesitant. This is what I've always wanted to do. If I had a radio show, I would do, you know, they've got the secret sound. I want to do the secret smell. People ring in, say, what am I smelling right now? Russell and I once played um, <laughs> I Spy. On radio. Oh, nice. Not even joking. <laughs> nice. I said, I spy with my little eye, and what am I looking at, right? And people would ring in. Yep. We were broadcasting from Piermont, and somebody said, are you looking at the high-mix concrete factory? And I went, shit a brick. <laughs> <laughs> I said, how'd you guess it goes? Because it's the biggest thing closest to your studio. Right. You have nailed it, Glenn. <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, but a uh, friend of the show, Luke McGregor, invented a game uh, a while ago that he talked us through one night at the comedy festival. It was us and a, about 10 of us. And the game is, it's a shit game, but it's like if you if everyone commits to it, it's the most fun. So yeah. the game is, you have a newspaper that you pass around, so I have the newspaper and I just Don't you look. mean biscuit? Because <laughs> I've heard this and Luke, Luke, I don't care what you do in Tassie, mate. Don't bring it to the mainland. And also, Luke, you didn't invent this, okay? Private this schools is, did. Yeah. Yeah. And weird of you to want to put your name to it. <laughs> yeah. Here's oh, the thing just... I never understood about that biscuit thing. Why would you wait to the end to lose? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like if you go, oh, if you're the last one. Why would you, with Soggy Biscuit, why would you wait? Why would you just go, oh, you know, like, then you complete it? Like, it's got, hasn't got Yeah, that's enough. the thing wrong with that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I do not understand what yeah. you're saying because there's so much else to just get through in my Luke, brain with that. Luke's, Luke's game. So Luke McGregor's Soggy Biscuit, as he insists it be called. <laughs> the, give it its correct branding. Um, so, yeah, the game is uh, I have a newspaper and I just open it to a page and I look down at it. And I just pick a word in my head. And then we go around the circle and everyone else has to just guess what word I've looked at. Right. It's shit ass. Yeah. It's, it's barely a On game. paper. You look at newspaper now. Yeah. But it, if, you, if everyone commits to it and if everyone treats it like it's the biggest sporting event you've ever been at, okay. it's incredible. Okay. I've got a, a copy. Uh, it's a few days old. Yep. Uh, of the Sydney, the Daily Telegraph. Right. I'm looking at the front page. Yep. And I'm going to pick a word. Okay. Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> On the, strangely, there's nothing about oh, it. Oh, that's today. okay. No. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pick a word, and it is yes, I've got one. Okay. Uh, okay. No, now I just have to I, guess. Okay. So you yeah. don't look at the paper. No, and try no, and no. That'd out. be no. giving us a big yeah. clue. Oh my god, yeah. this game is shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go. I'll, be- I'll begin. Give, okay, I'll give you. No, it's not begin. Okay. I'll give you a clue. It's very Sydney. Oh, okay. Uh, Harbour. No. Car. No. Bridge. No. The way it's meant to work. It's we very get Sydney. Very, okay. very Sydney. Pick one. No, okay. We'll, ha- we'll both have a guess and then you tell us what it is. Okay, go. Okay. So. I'll, I'll give you one more clue. Go. But do you have a guess? I'll, I'll have a, a guess. Go. You have a guess and then you tell These us. These rules are so okay. complicated. We should be writing this All right. down. <laughs> Hang on. When do I eat the biscuit? <laughs> okay. I'll guess. I'll guess. Carl guess. And then you tell us. And then you say what it okay. is. But don't tell us if go. we were right or wrong. Okay. Traffic. Ooh. Chaos. Incorrect. What is it? I'll give you a clue. It's what Melbourne wished about Sydney it had more of. The only thing... Culture. No, no. The only thing that Melbourne would love more of that Sydney has. 
The sun. Oh, weather. No, close, but not. Beach. No, keep going. Warm. Mel- Melbourne, Melbourne doesn't want anything from Sydney, yeah? Melbourne uh, doesn't want anything yeah. from Sydney, except for weather. So it's not weather. Okay. It's not beaches. Okay. But it's one other thing that Melbourne wish it had more of that you've got a lot more of in Sydney. What is it? What is it? Mm. Think. Come on, boys. I'm trying. You work in show business. I'm trying. Oh, hang business. on. Oh, uh, uh, money? No. Um, uh, the, other, the other thing in show business is not money. Oh. I, the, 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 there is nothing else. You idiots. <laughs> Famous. Cocaine. Oh. <laughs> Cocaine. You've changed the rules believe- of the game. Luke McGregor would not stand for this. <laughs> I can't believe we just had a conversation about Like, even if that was a conversation that I just had in my office with my mates that was not being recorded, I'd say that's a pretty daft conversation. Yeah. And then you just recorded and people are listening to this. Yeah. I'd that, edit that out. That was, fi- <laughs> that was fine to be in. I imagine it was infuriating to listen to. <laughs> oh, it'd be awful. But if you people, love, people love game shows. But we did. We played this for an hour and I, like, I maintained if someone gets it, because basically it's like you sort of go, you know, you'd, you'd pick the word, I'd go bridge, you'd go traffic, and then you'd go sunshine, and we'd go, ah, oh, sunshine, as if we were that close to guessing that. Oh. So we did it for an hour and Someone got it, like in the last round, someone guessed it correctly. And wow. I've never felt such elation. It was the most spectacular moment to be a part of. Man, they're really bored in Tassie, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you have to come up with a game with guess a word that I've looked at recently. <laughs> <laughs> we but played it's a the game. commitment. You've got to commit. We played an hour game one night of a bunch of us. Where the game was, and again, and again, it sounded like the worst game of all time, but You've it ended up being the best commit. game of all time if everyone gets in. And it was, I went to Chadston Shopping Centre today. What did I buy? <laughs> and, and at the start, everyone was like, "Oh, what a shit game!" By the end, it's like, "Oh fuck, we're so close now." Man, yeah, I, I have a crack. What game. do you reckon? I still remember what you bought. Yeah, I'm, I know you do. Mm. Board shorts. No. Ooh. No. It w- it went for an hour, and the end, and there were slight clues to the game. In the, anyway, in the end, it was a great. No, I object. like this game. Do it. Let's keep going. Give me a clue. Right. <laughs> Let's turn the podcast into a games you, podcast. What did you buy from Chatswood? The podcast. Yeah. yeah. All, right, all right. You can play it now. All right. You, okay. I'll give you a clue. So, all right. Wait, I bought something. Do you want to start a new... What was the last... Because I know the answer to this. No, but you don't have to join in. How it can be just... the answer? Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah. He was part of the great game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you can play now. Go. We'll, we'll pick the same object. Because I think okay. it's a very good object. Okay. All right. What did you buy from Chatswood? Chadston. 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 Chadston Shopping Centre. Um. So how do we start? Like you, you, you ask questions. I think you were able to ask like what okay. store it was. Okay, right? is it something you can wear? It was a yes and no thing. Is it something you can wear? No. Mm. Is it a candle? No. Is it a bath bomb? No. It says a lot about how I'm guessing your personality <laughs> type, though, doesn't it? I just imagine you bed, bath, and table. Yeah, just yeah, go, yeah. Oh, You're just going to go. Are you, are you just going to go store by store, name everything in one store, <laughs> then move on to the next store? <laughs> He's got a catalogue out in front of him. <laughs> this game is awful. <laughs> Three-year-old socks. No. Yep. No. Uh, was it something you could eat? No. Was it something you can read? Yes. Fuck this. It's a book. Yes. Go on. You bought from Angus and Robertson. No. Ooh. What what book? <laughs> oh, that is that is ridiculous. No. Now we are being ridiculous. <laughs> Harry Potter. No. Oh, come on. Give me the author. No. No. Do you give him a clue about the, a clue. the realm is that it, the on, author is it, operates is it Stan, in. Stan Grant's talking to my country. No. <laughs> well, then you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's an 
excellent read. It says a lot about you as a person that you haven't read that. <laughs> I bought that the day before. That oh, was a different no, game. <laughs> it was a different game. Okay. <laughs> uh, just you've got to give him the answer. Oh, okay. All right. The, I feel like we're not doing... Uh, uh, a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Anything good? Yeah, correct. <laughs> I feel like I, we're not doing justice to the original game. It seems so fun now. It's like, oh. I don't even it... know what the game is. But the... I can't be invested because I know what I know, it is. If I it was know. something I didn't know, I could book, get in there. It was an hour game where it ended up, the answer was, I bought Hillary Clinton's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> and then some, I think someone new came along and it was like, let's play it again. What, with the same object? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same. Why did you buy that book? I think, I, I, well, I know. I bought it for my girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. She just wanted a book to read in Thailand, which she took along and did not read. No, and I wouldn't still read sitting that on either. The oh, you can take that anywhere and I don't know yeah. if I'd read that. Yeah. I don't care about Hillary Clinton. You don't want to be relaxing by the... It's not relaxing. No. Yeah, you know what? It may, have been, it may not have been read, but it did give birth to one of the world's greatest games. Yeah. So you've got to give it that. not replicated here today. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Amazing. It's good. Any more games? No. Well, I can't think of any games as good as the ones we've played just then, no, but I'd amazing. love to start playing shit games on this podcast. People, yeah. people listeners want to recommend Let's invent a, a, a game. games to I, play with I, our guests. I always feel like, you know, we by doing a show where we're just talking shit the whole time, mm. to not have any little, little items, like when we do the, the, the live show, we do like Rad Dad, the radio series, we have mm. little bits and pieces. Mm. On the normal show, it's, it'd be nice to have like a little segment. So let's yeah. let's think of the shittiest game show segment from yeah. now on. Yeah. yeah. Well, should I close out with, should I, should I read the email thing I was going to do last night that I never got around to? I don't know what the email thing is. From my parents. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, what, recently my parents uh, went overseas and they mm. did not get roaming put on their phone. They oh. they never take their laptop with them, so they don't know how to get on any kind of Wi-Fi. And right. they're very, like, I'm an only child, and they're very, like, they just clearly freaked out about not being able to get in touch with me oh, in no. any way. So for how did they, but then I think they must have gone, how did they get onto you? The, yeah, then we're at LA Airport, New York Airport. We're in LA LA together. Airport. Yeah. And I they start ringing me. Yeah. So they could ring. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, the point was, for this whatever is, reason. This is as good as the game show. <laughs> <laughs> At least that, uh, This is the game. Where were my parents? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they, for whatever reason, they couldn't get on to me because I get an email from the manager of the hotel that they were staying at in Singapore oh. from his personal account. So clearly they've gone, we've got no way of getting through to him. So they've had to like go to the manager and like beg him and go, can we write this message for you and can you send it to this address? Oh, God, this get... is sad. Yeah, I know. So I just get this <laughs> message that's like, yeah, Sofitel Singapore manager, like just all this stuff in the title yeah. and whatever, and it's like got all this signature and it's just like, it literally just says, uh, Hi, Tom. Everything's great with us. Heading home tomorrow. Love, Mum and Dad. Oh, thanks. No, no need. Absolutely no thanks. need for it. So what I wrote back was, is this some kind of sick prank? My parents died five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you kidding? <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> Because your parents aren't going to get that email. So, the, the, the so, guy at the desk is going to yeah, get that email. Yeah, that's yes. the point. So, I get it when I'm with oh, Carl and, I go, and I'm laughing and I'm going, imagine if I wrote this back and I'm like, fuck, I kind of want to do it to see what happens. And you make the very good point, leave it a few days until you know that your oh. parents have definitely gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if I send it straight so away, then the next day they're in the lobby going, and the manager's oh, there going, meant to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> why, why aren't you dead? Yeah. It's a small child. You're, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Someone stole your passport. 
thoughts. Which, which, which I kind of wish I had done because at least that way, if mum and dad had gotten in trouble, there would have been an end to this story because there's not. Like I never, I wrote that like a few days later and I never got anything back. No. So this, this fucking mani- <laughs> this maniac has just gotten that, this wild accusation and he's just left it there, just hasn't followed up in any yeah, capacity. No, he's done the smart thing. If you, don't, if you don't have an answer, don't try to create one. Yeah. <laughs> just walk away and go, Darn. Who wants a Singapore sling? (laughs) I like to think that he has immediately quit his job to go and look to chase these people down. That's his mission. Yeah, yeah. To chase these fraud Daslo, these fraud Mr. and Mrs. Allsops down. Very, very good. He's now on the run for the rest of his life to hunt them down. Oh, wow. Mm. Does that make me a bad person? I did it for the content. You don't understand that. Yeah, I get that. This was my used car. I think think sometimes you need to be a dickhead just for content. Yeah, totally. I make a lot of those decisions where I just go, oh, this is a really dickhead douche move, but later, Mm. that's content. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's get pissed and buy a motorbike. Yeah. Oh, I was very proud of you, Tommy, because when you brought that up and then you said that idea, I was like, you should def- please definitely do it. And then you went, oh, I don't want to do it, but I better do it. <laughs> yeah. That's well, it paid off. That was good. Maybe one day I'll hear back from him, you know? I hope so. I think maybe, you should. Maybe the, the, the perfect reply would be, uh, the manager of this hotel died 10 years ago. I think you're emailing. <laughs> and we just go back and forth. And then I write back and go, Tommy Dasselow passed away 25 years ago. So we just, yes. we just, we yeah. just ricochet forever. You know what? My grandfather died <laughs> yeah. I don't even, 38 I, years ago. I don't even know what you're using. Email died 20 years ago. No one's used email for 20 years. We're in the apocalypse, bro. This? Singapore's been dead for a thousand years. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'd better wrap it up there for another episode of the Little Dum Dum Club. Merrick Watts, thank pleasure. you so much for joining oh. us. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on. I enjoyed we'll the podcast. See, so it's good to be on we'll it. So now see I can you in a, Yeah, we'll <laughs> see you in another 360. Looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, people can listen. Uh, Merrickville is podcasted every oh, I don't know. week. I yeah, don't know. surely. Probably. No, I don't know. In this day and age, come listen, on. I don't listen to podcasts of radio. Yeah. You just do them. Uh, well, we've Good got plug. all the stuff. Triple on... me wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> we've got all our stuff on sale. We've got uh, a Melbourne show coming that. up, so go to the big Melbourne show, October 21. Yep, Perth, Canberra, littledumdumclub.com for all those details and merch and stuff. Don't be one of those people that when we were in your town, we hear from you on social media, you go, oh, how did I look over the fact that you've been plugging the fucking Opera House gig for the last six months? Yeah, or like someone who commented on our page about last night's gig going, I thought this was during the day for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sort of time hey, slot we're after. Hey, Twelve midday on a Thursday in Sydney. Hey, I know what. Hey, no need to speculate. I know what the reason is. You're a dumb cunt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how much are tickets? How much were tickets? How much are tickets? To, to what? To go to yesterday's gig yeah. for you free. No, they're four dollars forty. Ah. Bang. Boom. That's the that's the service fee. That's the thing we said before. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, mates. And we are back. Oh fuck. That was fun. It was fun. That was a fun episode. Mm. That was very fun. Uh, And, you know, sometimes we worry a little bit about having only one guest on the show. We think, oh, it's not quite the same as, you know, a normal thing and maybe... You won't. I disagree. I love it. Right. Oh, you love it? (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I like just doing one guest. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I feel like the feedback from the... From the listeners is like, oh, only one guest. We're not getting value for our nothing. Mm. But, um, and, you know, you've got more people to, more ideas, more, you know, things to play around with two guests. But this was, you know, we're in very safe hands. We've we've got a guest as experienced as Merrick Watson is funny. So we're all fine. And one of the benefits of doing these kind of Patreon reads at the end of the show, which means we record them 
long after the episode has been done. It gives us license to do a bit of corrections corner. Oh. Um, Dilrook has paid me back the $4.40 that I oh. go on and on about in this episode. Has he? And he rounded it up to five. So, oh, yeah, so now been you're... been caught with my pants around my ankles here. You're in his debt now. If he gave you five. Oh, so he did that to me to get me to lend him to give yeah. him sixty cents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's not bad. He's sixty cents up okay. on you now. Because well, he, he No, he, I'll give him seventy, so then he's gotta give me back all right, ten. Alright, so then you get back on the show and have to bitch about the ten cents he owes you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um because, you know, we talked about uh, actually years ago, I think on a very old live Adelaide episode about how he's he keeps like a spreadsheet. PowerPoint spreadsheet about what PowerPoint. he owes. Oh, whatever. I don't know. I don't yeah. use any of that stuff. The amount of money that he owes comes flying into the screen <laughs> from the right-hand side. It's the sound of a yeah. chicken and glass yeah. breaking as all the numbers come in. Yeah, and it could be done a lot better than <laughs> what it is, but yeah. Um, um, so, anyway. Um, so, any other corrections from that episode? No? Just just you've, you've been – he's no longer in debt to you. He's no longer in debt to me, yeah. Yeah, and right. I, knew, I knew he would come good. I was hamming it up for the sake of comedy. Right. Let's say that. Oh, okay. Which I don't think Merrick fully understood. Right. I think Merrick now I thinks that I am fair. the tightest person <laughs> in the world. That went past me as well, to you be You don't fair. understand most things, so I expect it of you. But him, he's a switched-on successful guy. He should know better. All right. Um, speaking of switched-on people, we need to thank a number of people who subscribe to us on Patreon and keep this show in uh, in, in, in a... In, in luxury, would you yeah. say? And You're wearing what appears to be a new leather jacket, which I can only imagine is the proceeds of this. Uh, yes, it's not leather, but it's um, it's it's, fa- it's pleather. I don't, know, I don't know, vinyl. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. You know, it's either it's either leather or not leather. I don't know the specifics. You're of... pretty bold to buy that coming into summer as we are. Yeah, but I imagine you know that's what? not going to breathe very well. Here's the thing: is it's not disposable. I can use it later on when it gets cold. Mm, never heard of this. Mm, I'm going to put it in a little thing. I've got a cupboard mm-hmm. called a cupboard, and I'm going to bring it out when it gets cold again. Mm-hmm. But at the moment today, I feel like I'm over-explaining this. It, bit if, overcast. If, it's a bit overcast, isn't it? If you're getting all this, stop me at any stage if you already know how all this works. Mm-hmm. But yeah. today it's a bit no, overcast. No, you're the king. I don't understand anything. <laughs> Please explain everything to me. I'm wearing a jacket because it's a bit cool today. What's this I'll... thing that words are coming out of on no, my face? How's no, that working? Oh, man. We're going to have to make a full... What's this little thing that's re- rock hard right now <laughs> in my pants? <laughs> Give me a better look and I can explain. <laughs> Um, so, uh, uh, Patreon subscribers, of course, you are enjoying the fruits uh, of our labour. Uh, you are enjoying the bonus episodes and the, and the magazines. The one, it's about to come out, the, the magazine for, uh, what is it, October. Mm. And uh, it's, a, it's a nice little themed one. It's a, it's a very fun one. Um, but, of course, on top of all that, you get your little, your little names read out. You yep. become famous uh, in your workplace as long as you're in the workplace where every single person listens to this show, of which I assume there are many. You're a maniac. You're, just, you, you're listening on your headphones. You get up to this bit and you're plugging into like some kind of communal Bluetooth speaker yeah. and forcing everyone to listen to your name get read out. Or maybe, maybe you've got every time we do this, maybe every episode you get out the white pages and you're playing bingo. You just you you sort of roughly know where all the you're crossing off the names that have been read out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that, yeah. like a serial killer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as the slowest game of bingo ever, as soon as every name is crossed out, he just yells out bingo in his own house to no one except for the corpses in his basement. That's not a bad idea for a horror film, the Patreon killer. So he just <laughs> every name he hears on this, he oh. goes out and he kills them. Oh no! And so then all of a sudden, where we have this responsibility, where it's like. 
we've got a fa- we've we've promised this to these people. Yeah. We don't want to be in breach of the contract that we're in with them. Yeah. But we know that as soon as their name gets this is like the ring. Yeah. As soon as your name gets read out on Patreon, yeah. this guy comes for you and slits your throat. Yeah. And we're sitting here every week going, we seem to be getting more and more listeners, but losing more and more money off the Patreon subscribers. What is going on? Yeah. The yeah the 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 new listeners are just like you know the police worldwide. Like no one can find this guy. Yeah. He's like he's like the Zodiac. No yeah. one can track him down. The Patreon killer. Yeah. Wow. What a great idea of, and a good way of bringing up an, a new idea that will make less people subscribe to this show. Well, Be- hey, let's see. Let's 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 imagine in this world that everyone that we read out this week is going to get murdered. I, f- I feel like there'd be at least a certain family that would be almost wiped out, <laughs> made, made extinct if that was a real thing. Well, they'll be easy to get. He just has to show up to the one place right. to knock off about a hundred people that have been read out at this point. <laughs> Well, um, so who knows? So who knows? Um, how many? How many should we do? Uh, oh, look, I've I've just got a bunch in front of me today, so um, I will just pick the ones that fit on the screen. And and in this screen, I've got a very tiny laptop today, uh-huh. so you can only fit. I've written everything in ten point. Mm-hmm. I can only fit five names. Wow, on that the screen. is a, that's a tiny, tiny it's a very, screen. It's a very small it's laptop. It's somehow a laptop you've got that's smaller than your iPhone. Yeah, I, it's hard to see why you've bothered. Yeah, the screen is actually smaller than one of the keys, which is it's it's a very weird design. I'll admit it. It's is that a, a Dell? It's a <laughs> it's a Napple. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it in Thailand. It's a, uh, yeah. It might be a knockoff, I think. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, I got five. I'll read out five today. Okay. Um, because, like I said, this laptop can only take not only the screen but the whole the whole hard drive can only take five names. Oh, really? Yeah. You could have just forwarded these on to me. I would have been more than happy to facilitate this if I'd known you would. Oh, ne- next time maybe. You're a designer. How are you going to make yeah. those cool? Posters with all the colours that are yeah. slightly off this, on this with this such is, a small screen. This is my specific Patreon computer. <laughs> I've got a different computer for, for ah, design. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do five. Let's do five. All right. Thank you to Patreon subscriber Sly Jai. Now that's a that's a. Are a you having trouble reading off the screen? <laughs> yeah, that's no. That's like the smallest name I could I could. I've only got the smallest names that I can put on there. There's six Three letters. letters in that. A lot of Toms, a lot of Bobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of Bobs. A lot of Bobs. Yeah, big Bobs. Typically, not many Bobs. Yep. Yeah. In this list. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I usually most, get told off for saying that. Is that the most obscure thing we've ever joked about on this? Let's on move this on. So, um, Sly, Sly Jai. Jai. Sly Jai. Now, that is a person who's going to be able to avoid the Patreon killer. Well, Sly Jai. He'll be sneaking around that house. As long as, you know, his parents have named him that and he's actually turned out to be Sly. I well, mean, you'd hope. I mean, if you're the dad, you'd be wanting, you know. What, the baby comes out and you go, that looks Sly. No, but the baby cu- the baby actually came out five minutes ago and you didn't even realise. Oh, nice. Very Sly. Actually. That'd be good. The doctor, he, the, the, <laughs> they get the woman in the stirrups. Yeah. The, the guy goes to put his hand in and goes, oh, there's nothing there. And the then baby, he pops up behind him and yeah. goes, hello. Baby crawled out through the butthole. <laughs> Very sly. So, but that's just near the vagina. So it would have come out through the mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's not – because everyone can see that. Everyone's looking at oh, the front. Okay. If he comes out through the back, right. no one no one saw it coming. Well, maybe maybe the – You, a baby gets born through a woman's asshole, and you're disappointed. <laughs> you're yeah. like this – this I'm like, miracle of nature. No, 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 not sly enough. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, sly jai. Yeah. Well done, sly jai, for coming out of your mum's butthole or mouth, and thanks for the money. Uh, 
I think that's more than enough for Sly Jones. It's it's the briefest one we've ever done, but yeah. it, it doesn't need any more. I think we nailed we it. We nailed it. Yeah. Um, thank you to Patreon subscriber Scott Nelson. Now, oh. there's, there's a bit more meat and potatoes name. Scott Nelson. Yeah. Mm, Scott, your money. Yes. <laughs> Got, Scott, your your. Nelson's? I feel like Nelson's should be a slang for, for notes or something. Nelson's Nelson sounds like it's slang for testicles, don't you think? Oh. Got him right in the Nelson's. Mm, I think you could say that about anything, though. You could say, got you right in the sly jives. I think you, that got, would be more like testicles. Got you right in the Patreons. Yeah. Got, got, I got a... Hey, I got a bunch of Nelsons here that see otherwise. Why is this person from New York all of a sudden? Because that's, I feel like that's the sort of people that nickname the notes of money. Don't, and thanks they? for the act out. The typical, yeah. the rubbing two, now I've got a problem with this, the rubbing two fingers together yeah. to symbolise money. Yeah. But if your fingers are rubbing together, there's nothing in there. Yeah. So that, is that you going, I've got none, I need some? No, that's, that's you know, that's still miming. Like you usually have money in between your fingers. Mm. Like I... I don't have to pull out money, do I, to rub them together? In, you, you know what I mean. What month of your studies at Gollier did you learn that one? Uh, <laughs> well, that's obviously not in the first year because <laughs> yeah. the first year's that's all... Your, that's your graduation exam. Yeah, that's all books. <laughs> that's all books the first year, isn't it, at Gollier? You're just, you're just reading about famous clowns. You're, you're going to the... the but there's no words of... in the books. You just have to imagine them. You just have to imagine the They're book about They're all pop-up books. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you don't... It's like... A, Hardcore training like in football. It's like it's all laps. You know, you don't touch the balls until mm-hmm. the second week yep. or so. Yep. Yeah, it's exactly like that. <laughs> so you, if he sees you pretending to do anything in the first year, yeah. you're out. You fucking hear about yeah, it. Yeah, apart from pretending to get a half-decent education, yeah. of which that's what you're doing the whole first year. <laughs> pretending to have something useful up your sleeve. Well, uh, thanks, Scott. Thanks, Scott Nelson. Um, thank you to a, uh, one of – you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you a nice little preview. We've done two – Male subscribers, of, of which I, I assume Sly is a male name. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I felt bad as we were as yeah. we were going through it to assume his or her gender. Yeah, well, you know what they say when you assume you make an ass wide open and you put a dicky in it. Mm. You know well, what they say? Sly, look, it's 2017. Women can crawl out their mother's butthole as well. Ah, you know, you're right. Um, sorry, if, sorry, Sly, Sly Jai for assuming. Um, here comes. There's two males. Here comes. Three female patron wow. subscribers. Yep. Sisters are doing it for themselves <laughs> and for us. Have you had to make them have you had to make the names pink on that tiny laptop <laughs> screen just so you can see? Yes, yes. Uh, just so I know how to pronounce them properly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that thing when you go to another country and they go and you say something and, and they go, Oh, that's the female version of saying that. When you say, Oh, look how me say yeah, and they go, Oh no, that's the female way of describing a police station. So when you say Go to another country and say things. Yeah. What you mean is in another language. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because you don't. You don't turn up in France and go donut and they go, no, there's a female way of saying They don't then reply to you in French. No, you say this is a female. Yes. <laughs> they, you know, go, they go, at least try and speak our language, you stupid Anglo cunt. Yes. But do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that is weird. French is big for it. French, every verb right. has a male and a female. Yeah. yeah. And weird? we don't have that. I think good. Really? Yeah. But because, no, but French... So the equivalent in English, if you were to say, oh, I just got a, I just bought a donut, and they go, oh, that's the male equivalent. Oh, sorry, okay. I just got a little <laughs> donut. Like, oh, man eating a man donut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, what it is is, from memory, I haven't studied French for ages, but it's, it's um, certain words, uh, some things are male and some things are female. Right. So... 
and it depend. So when you go, I am. If you say I am walking through the door, mm. door is either male or female. I can't remember. It's one or the other. What? And then it, and then that dictates the version of walking through that you use. So there's a version of walking through that you use for an item being male and an item being female. So door. I think I could be getting a that door wrong. can be a male or a female thing. Well, no, like every word is either male or female. That. Is that weird? That sounds very weird it's, to me. It is very weird. A do- I and, there's, and, from, and I could be butchering this because I haven't learned it since year nine. So please, right. all the Francophiles out there, oh, write in and let me know. Put your snails down. It, look, get it the baguette out of your ass. It, put your beret on and write in. It doesn't matter what we've talked about in the episode with Merrick Watts. This is the thing we're getting feedback about. <laughs> I, can, I can pick it every Yeah, week. totally, totally. So the door, a door would be male and a doorway would be female, if you know what I mean. It's stuff like that. And a lot of the times there's no rhyme or reason to it. Like right. I just remember... I just remember like having to write stuff out in class and my teacher being like, no, croissant is female. Right. And it's like, how would you know that? And she's like, Fuck. it just is. Fuck. Yeah. That is fucking bizarre. Yeah. Give us a, give us, is, a, is the Westgate Bridge male or female? The Westgate. Yeah. Is a bridge male or female? I'd love to know that. Suicide rates typically higher in men, so the Westgate ah. Bridge is probably male. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's five years of French right there. Nice one. <laughs> okay. So back to the Patreon subscribers. Thank you to someone who... You know, actually sounds a little bit French, coincidentally. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber Madeleine Lang. Madeleine Lang. Yeah. Ooh, Madeleine. Ma- Madeleine. Now I believe that that is the uh, that is that is the female Madeleine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a big call. I don't I don't know French that well, but I believe that's that's, that's female. That's how you say it. Yeah. 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 Yep. Unless that's the male. Madeleine. You're just basing that on the children's books, the little orphan girl. I'm just basing that on the female name. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the male Madeline or the female Madeline? Uh, thank you, female Madeline. Mm, big call. Mm. Um, it's Lang is very like it's kind of this. You go from this very elegant sounding Madeline. No, to but Lang. But it, no, but it's got it's one of the Langs with the eyes in it. So it's L A I N G. Oh, saved it. So now that, it sounds like a patisserie. Yes, exactly. Mm. Now it sounds nice and fancy. We got to class like a, up when we when someone. That sounds like you're right. It sounds like a patisserie rather than a fucking butcher's, which yes. is what Lang sounds yes. like. We got to start classing up when we when we accuse someone of doing a name drop. We got to do it, Clang. <laughs> yeah, right. The female Clang. <laughs> the female Clang. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> start gendering everything <laughs> we say on this show. Let's turn Australia into France. That'll fix people's perception of us. <laughs> uh, thanks, Madeline. Thanks, thanks, La Madeline. Thanks, Maddie. Uh, thanks for your francs. Um, thank you too. Oh, another French sounding. Mm-hmm. It's an actual thing. Uh, another French sounding Patreon subscriber. Thank you to Adrienne and then Giovino. Giovino. Does not sound French at the end there that, at all. No. A, so a, you saw Adrian and you went. Yeah, I went a bit early. Yep. Uh, Adrian Giovino. Depardieu. Yeah. Um, so I've got a bit of French plus Italian there. G- Giovanni. Yeah. Is that what it was? That's Italian. I like the name right? Giovanni. Well, look, I won't talk about it now, but I'm sure on a, on a maybe next week or the week after, at the very least the, the next couple of weeks, I will be talking about my uh, trip to Italy. Oh, scoop. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. A lot of Giovannis over there. Yeah, everyone. I met them all. I, I may have met Adrian. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I actually, you know what? I actually met someone over there that uh, just as I was about to leave Italy, there was a guy walking past with a... Hamish Blake T-shirt on. Oh, wow. Yeah, with a T-shirt. Uh, if you listen to uh, Hamish and Andy, uh, it was, the, you know, Hamish is trying to do this fragrance called Andy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy yeah. by Hamish. Yeah. He walked past with an 
Andy by Hamish T-shirt. Great. And I just grabbed him and went, can I take a picture? Because I sort of know Hamish. Is that all right? And he's like, yeah, whatever. And then I took it and went, oh, look at this. And, and I actually sent it to Hamish and went, look at this, the guy in Italy. And I, then I realised the picture is no good background at all. It's not like, you know, you, there was any landscape or any water. Oh, any, so that could have just like, been down the shot. So to Hamish, it now. looks like you're out the front of their workplace. Yes. And it's just someone who works in there. Absolutely. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Great. I'm, I'm in Italy. Okay. Well, thanks. Take your word for it. Well, thanks, Adrian, for inspiring that wonderful story. Yes. <laughs> thanks, Adrian. Giovanni. Giovanni Ribisi. Great actor. Oh, yeah. Um... What's your favourite role of his? Uh, can't remember off the top of my head. Oh. Just know he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was, uh, yeah, okay. All right. Um, thanks, Adrienne, the female Adrienne. Uh, that is, and that comes to the end, I believe. That's uh, all the... Uh, no, I'm looking at your little screen. There's, you can't quite see it. It's yeah, almost fuck. being cut off at the bottom. There's one more there. Oh, It you, barely fits on the screen. You have got good eyesight, sir. <laughs> yes, thank you. Right. Um, 2020 vision. You're right. There is a tiny little speck on the screen. Yes. Now that I now that I squint at it, lean I can see right it. Lean right in. Just lean right yeah, in right, there. Right. You're going to have to get right in close. Right. Okay. Now I do see it. I do see it now. All right. I'll see if I can make it out. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I should have seen this given that I said there was three female subscribers yes. to go. Yes. It's bizarre. Yeah. This behavior is. You're all over the place. Yeah. Today. What am I thinking? Still on Italy time. Mm. Um, okay. Thank you to right. Okay, I, I can pronounce the the last name and and the first name, so this will be good. Okay. Thank right. you to any French influence in this one. Uh, is it French? I'm not Given sure. that you were just reading out British and Italian names and assuming they were French, <laughs> let's say yes. <laughs> Thank you to Patreon subscriber Fantasia Comedy. <laughs> okay, right. I believe that is the first. Uh, uh, I believe that's the first. <laughs> first Stripper that we've had. Oh, I thought you were going to say the first animated Disney film that we've had. No. <laughs> I believe it's, it's the first uh, exotic dancer we've had as a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> so sh- what she is doing is literally she dresses sticking, up like a broomstick. She's <laughs> with big buckets of water. She is sticking the dollar notes into our belts tonight. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's very nice. So this is kind of. Do you think she's like a bit of a black sheep in the um in the comedy family? You know, well, like they all seem to. There's a lot of royalty there. She's perhaps you know. Fallen on harder times. Well, I mean, we've we've had a we've had a bloody MC subscribe. I mean, is that really helping the world any more than an exotic dancer? I think, and I'm not saying that I hold this opinion, but if you if you got someone on the street and said, "What is you know what is a more respected career, rap mm-hmm. musician or stripper?" Yeah. I think you'd find rap musician would easily be that. Not to cast any judgment. Yeah. Anyone who listening who is a stripper. So what you're saying is, I imagine that's what heaps. people on the street. Would say, People whereas would you respect strippers way more. Is that is that what you're intimating? What I'm trying to say is, I'm basically the world's greatest ally. Right, There's never right. been someone who respects women as much as me. Right, okay, well, very <laughs> as nice. As a great man once said. Very, very nice work. <laughs> uh, well, we've had Madam Comedy already. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's true. Wow, they really. I think it, it's conceivable to me that we'll get to a point where literally every occupation is represented within the comedy family. <laughs> Everyone that seems to be slightly amusing in, in some way at least. <laughs> Fantasia Comedy. Well, you know, Fantasia, thanks for chipping in. and um, All in dollar bills. Yes. Appreciate it. Yes. $69, all of it in crisp singles. Yep. Um, and I really hope that you maybe 
are free to maybe entertain at our Dum Dum um, staff Christmas party. Oh, maybe. excellent. Yeah, excellent. that'd be cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks to everyone who chipped in. We are going to do this part very quickly because my doorbell just rang. Yep. Uh, thanks for chipping in on Patreon. We really appreciate it. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club. Uh, it really means a lot that you guys choose to support this show. Uh, thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next week. See, see you, mates. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.